Hello and welcome to Need to Know, your weekly baking podcast covering everything from the hottest trends in entertainment and baking to trusted expertise on your favorite pastime. I'm your co-host Gina Brazau, s'mores obsessed and amateur baker at best. As always, I'm joined by professional chef, cookbook author, and the creator of Bigger Boulder Baking, Gemma Stafford. Hi Gina. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good. Feeling like summer over here in LA, guys. Yeah, it is. It's like 80 degrees out, but I went outside and I realized I'm in a jumper. Yeah, I walked in and I was like, I'm in a jumper. You're dressed for winter. Well, this was um, from like mango.com for Christmas. It's cute. I like it. I really like it. But, um, and I love jumpers. Yeah. Because that's what I spent most of my life in. But um, it's I'm, cool in the house, though. But it's just yeah, nice. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's nice to wear a jumper. But then yeah. you go outside and you're like, because you have air conditioning sweating. inside, yeah. and you go outside and you're like, wow, I look a bit foolish. It's eighty degrees. I know it's crazy. We are starting this week's hot topics with Gemma's favorite topic, TikTok. Oh, you know <laughs> you're going to upset me this early in the podcast. <laughs> it's already minute one, and we're already into it. Okay, so there's a trend. It's phyllo. I think I'm saying that correct. Phyllo dough. You can say phyllo. It's phyllo. Okay. You can phyllo. say phyllo. You can <laughs> say phyllo. Phyllo. Phyllo crinkle cake. So I have a picture here so you can see it. Mm-hmm. But basically it's folded sheets of phyllo dough and then you put butter on it. You put it in the oven and then you create, uh, I think you put it in the oven again. You layer it. I was watching the video and the way she folds it, she kind of holds it straight and then just pulls it and crinkles it in. Oh, interesting. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's kind of like a lot of dough, I feel like. Is it just butter and dough? So I think it's butter and then and I believe sugar, like a caramelized yeah. sticky glaze mm-hmm. on top of that. It was two sticks of butter, I believe, that she melted and then wow. put it over top, put it back in the oven, took yeah. it out and then did the glaze, the sticky glaze on top. First I, of all, yeah. what is phyllo dough? <laughs> I'm lost on this one. How? What is it? How do you explain it? It's very difficult to like. We can make a lot of doughs. I don't. The only people I've seen make phyllo doughs are on like these little Greek ladies on TV, where they like just spend their days making sheets, like uh, unbelievable and like flaky. It's incredibly difficult to make, but like it's definitely like an art form. Um, I only buy phyllo dough. I've never tried to make it, would you believe? And I actually really? want to try and make it. Oh, we should make this. You should do that. Yeah, this. I would like to do that. But um, it does look like a lot of work. Um, it like, looks yeah. crazy, yeah. It's really it's really interesting. But I mean, you can buy it. Um, it's a lovely pastry to work with. Um, you don't. You have to do very little. Like there's things where you can put it on top of a pie and all you do is crinkle it up, like you were saying, okay. the sheets and put it on top of a pie. Yeah, I was going to ask, um, like, what can you do? Like what have you made with it before? You can do a lot of stuff. So you can... I think of more Middle Eastern dishes, like, or not even Middle Eastern. I'm, I'm mixing up some some different cuisines here, but like, um, I feel like in Turkey they use it a lot. I feel like in Greece they use it a lot. Also, mm-hmm. you can get a lot of different things. Like with, you can get like kind of um, phyllo cigars with lamb on the inside, Ooh, and then yummy. you can get like pies, uh, like spanakopita with. So it's um, really versatile. It is, and it has it's it's nor it's neither sweet nor savory, huh. so it goes either way. You can flavor it however you want. Yeah, it's really inexpensive to buy. You always buy it in the freezer section. It can't be fresh. Always okay. in the freezer <laughs> section, um, and then keep it in the freezer until you want to use it, and then use it. You don't refreeze it when, if you don't use it all. You you kind of have to use it when you defrost it. Yeah, but um, it's a lovely pastry, and it's, it's for such a good quality. It's really inexpensive, but I have never made it. Um, where does it originate from? I want to say Greece. Okay. Where am I right? 
Is this, I'll have to look, let me look. Um, I was also wondering, is this one of the rare tick, because we know that you're disdain for tick, would no, you be willing to try this? I would try it because it's pastry, butter, and sugar. It's, and it's not, not. But what's the, is the most difficult part getting like the thinness or? But she, did, she didn't make though, but she didn't no, make the I don't, dough. The video I saw, she was already had the dough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's not difficult because she already has the dough. Right. Is it, when you're making the dough, what's the biggest snafu you could run into, do you think? Um, well, I, I don't, I, so if you were to make phyllo yeah, dough, from scratch. I think it is the rolling of the dough. You have to get it incredibly paper thin. Without breaking so it. So without ripping it. Yeah. I mean, and when you're working with it, you have to be careful not to rip it. And how do you transfer it to a sheet, to a pan, to bake? Um, Seems like a disaster. Yeah. I don't know. For me. Yeah. I like, from an amateur baker standpoint. I, I, I don't know, because you mentioned her scrunching it, so I'm not 100% sure, but I, like I'm this, seeing yeah. this. And I, honestly, it looks tasty. That doesn't seem to me like a, like a, remember when there was the feta pasta, one pot yeah, pasta yeah, yeah, yeah. on TikTok, which was totally made up. And I'm pretty sure they don't do that in Italy. But like this actually looks to me like it could be a treat made that in bakeries that when they had leftover phyllo dough, yeah. I'm, I'm probably giving this person more credit now than needed. But like with leftover phyllo dough, they would just layer it with butter and sugar. And then it was like, Delicious. like palmiers, you know, the like palmiers, mm-hmm. it's leftover. It, you, it was came from leftover puff pastry where they would roll it and fill it and stuff oh. like that so it seems to me like it's that this is kind of a vibe same. Yeah. yeah and so i did look it originated in medieval turkey in the 11th century oh i said turkey yeah i was kind of close yeah all right good to know so that is a tiktok trend you guys heard it here first Gemma may be willing to try i don't I, I i think that's a i think that's a real thing yeah i'm sure it's delicious okay it's a maybe from Gemma. yeah it's a maybe strong maybe okay This one really threw me for a loop because I love chocolate. As we all know, I love brownies, but this is dark chocolate habanero brownie. It's a no from you? No. Where do you stand on like spice? I actually don't don't know. Like heat. Do so um I like hot food. Okay. I, I'm really, I don't know if I say, I won't say I'm traditional, but I'm kind of a purist when it comes to like certain things. So don't put chilies in my brownies. yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Uh, I don't even want cinnamon in my brownies. What? Um, what about? I'll, I'll do salt on my brownies, like a chunky sea salt. Yeah, I'll do that. No problem. No I'm pretzels. used to that. Salt and salted caramel and like yeah, no problem. I'll do that all day long. But I don't do spice and baking. I will tell huh. you though, actually, that as I'm saying this out loud, one of my favorite cocktails is generally something that's a little bit like of a spicy margarita. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's They're sweet. Good. It's kind of fresh with it's lime and then it, it has a kick to it. Yeah. So have you ever made anything with heat and baking or you just don't don't incorporate the two? I don't think I have. It's just huh. not my thing. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Biting into a nice sweet brownie and getting heat is, yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's just misleading. Like yeah. you, you didn't expect what that. What do you do? Like what do you do with that? If you had to pick one other interesting food, it doesn't have to be heat, what would you put in your brownie? Not like caramel or sea salt what's like some odd thing that you would consider I think I can think of is not odd like white chocolate chunks which isn't odd that's just regular <laughs> people do that all the time um I would do like a pretzel which I guess isn't that odd but oh you would yeah I love that I'm texture. not a pretzel fan I think we talked yeah. about this last week I'm yeah. not a pretzel fan um no 
I wouldn't pretzel do that. or you know what? Ooh, like raspberries, freeze-dried raspberries or orange slices. Now I'm getting crazy. That's a bit that's a bit crazy. I like the flavors. Yeah. Freeze-dried tomato, oh, sorry, tomatoes. These are tomatoes. <laughs> freeze-dried <laughs> freeze raspberries you can do. Oranges you with the slices too wet. It, it's not even that it's too wet. It will it's uh, the rind. How would you cook down the? How would you cook that rind? Yeah, I didn't. So you that. have to cut through. I need to be chewing on rind. It would have to be but, like candied. But you could, you could do. So that's a good one. You could do candied um, citrus. Okay. You could do freeze dried raspberries, like you said. Um, gosh, my brain. I'm never good at thinking about this stuff on the spot. <laughs> Hamburger. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> that would be terrible. Um. Well, okay. So going back to like marshmallows. Marshmallows. That's ever. That's Aww. great. That's like Rocky Road. That what about like um, limes? No. Bananas. No. I just saw some Actually, bananas over there. <laughs> no. Um. No. You know what? So I, I take that back. Okay. Because one of our most popular recipes from last year on Bigger Boulder Baking was. Uh, banana bread brownies where we mixed two batters together so it was banana bread and a brownie batter kind of like swirled marbled together and you get this like amazing hybrid of like your two favorite desserts I love that because banana bread moist delicious a good savory wow I'm that sounds great I have one more question about the brownies if someone wants to do this, if they love the heat and the sweet, mm-hmm. what could they run into with peppers? Like some, is there a texture issue that could arise or is it pretty straightforward? You cut the habanero pepper, you throw it in your batter. I, you know, honestly, like, because peppers like cook so, well, quick, I, right? I would say you're going to, I, when you said, so the only time I've seen like this is when people put cayenne pepper. Yeah. Or sprinkle okay. a little bit yeah. or they put it in the batter. Yeah. I've never actually seen somebody put chilies Baked in whole <laughs> chilies, not whole chilies, chopped chilies yeah, yeah, yeah. in a batter. I've never seen that. So absolutely that texture is going to be there. It's going to be different. And it's then, not going to bake down. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, the, the texture seems a little funky yeah. to me. All right, good to know. This next topic is something that I used to try to bake a lot as a kid and I never... I got a whole machine for it. I was really committed to the cake pops. Do you remember how much oh of, how popular cake pops were? Like a couple of years ago? Yeah, like 10 years 10 ago. 10 years ago? Yeah. yeah, I was probably like 10 or 12. And I remember I got this cake pop machine and I was so excited, but they never turned out right. They were like drippy. It wasn't good. So there's this new one where they're making Biscoff cake pops Mm -hmm. so the creators have been substituting the madeira cake which i guess is typically used because it's always like a dense sponge cake right? yeah it's well i I think it's any cake like um uh like i've always seen it just with anything like with angel food sorry with um devil's food cake oh yeah i've seen it with all types of cake and just mix it with frosting that sounds yeah i mean cake pops to me are just like they're just so fun and you can decorate them. Um, so this one they were talking about, you can typically find a cake pop with Biscoff cream che- and cream cheese, which I didn't know. Oh, that's right. Cream cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's Maybe either it's mixed. Sometimes it's mixed with frosting. You will see recipes like that's that. That's how I did it. It makes it sticky, right? Yeah. But then also you do see cream cheese. I think I have made them before with cream cheese. Have you heard of Madeira cake before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it said it's traditional British in, Ar- in yeah. Ireland as well. What it's exactly like our, is it? It's like our yellow cake. It's like your yellow cake. So not like a pound. I was thinking like No, a no. Pound it's cake. not like a pound cake. It's very similar to your standard cake, cake. your everyday cake. Okay. So it is same ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually what we do that's different to you guys, and we just did this for the Academy, 
is um, we do the creaming method where you cream the butter and sugar first and add in your dry ingredients, your eggs and dry ingredients. Whereas uh, in the yellow cake, sometimes in the United States, there's different methods to making it and incorporating the butter and things like that. Or so if you're me, you just do it all at once. You just do it all at once. You're, you're lawless. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, so they're, they're, they're similar but different. It's like okay. our version of your guys, like everyday yellow cake. What, it's a texture different or are they pretty similar? Very similar. Ah. I feel like they're similar. I feel like though I have to, like, I feel like um, yellow cake, not in a bad way because I love yellow cake, is is denser. It's heavier. I'll have to try because. Yeah, because Madeira can be quite light. It's so funny because yeah. I, was, I was thinking of like, I think of cake pops and I think of them as a heavier dense cake but I guess yeah. it's because you're adding cream cheese or well frosting. you already mushed it with your hands and everything yeah I had this really cute machine you like put all your batter in and then you stuck the little stick in and it cooked but it, I always have trouble with shaping like do you have any tips for people who are trying to make cake pops like is there a trick to it or it's really just I think rolling from, it? I made it like one time from what I remember is that you have to add an obscene amount of cream cheese or Probably frosting to get it to stick together yeah because I, I mine were wonky the wonkiest they were not even around one last question i have about this which is interesting um so they used to be such a big trend as we know cake pops were the thing what do you think is the current day cake pop of 2022 what do you think the next big trend or like fun thing or something you're already seeing that's a really good question and i just had a flash in front of my brain <laughs> i'm like is, is there a popular cake that people are making now I guess as George would say thinking thinking any trend on TikTok there are a lot of like obviously trends but I was trying to think about it too like because cake pops were all the rage for a really long time but we did talk about like undecorated cakes a couple weeks ago yeah how that was like a big trend yeah like messy cake baking so I'm like maybe that no, I think that's a different it's family. Like, yeah, that's, it is. that's a style. Yeah, rather that's than true. a thing. It's a style yeah. of art. But um, what's like a cake pop? Well, I'm trying to think in the cookie world. Like, what have we advanced uh, in? Maybe like we talked about last week the the pantry cookie, like where you throw everything in it. Mm, but they're not as popular. That's more of a recipe again. Mm-hmm. See, like the cake pop was. Uh, and like, no, it was novel because yeah. like nobody ever done that before yeah, like it was really round balls of cake on a stick yeah what's really crazy is that we go to um when we go to a starbucks uh which isn't very often but like the, the uh, random time that we're there with george like in an airport or somewhere mm-hmm. or traveling up to kevin's family in northern california um they have they sell they still sell oh, they? cake pops and i feel like they're popular but they must be because they've been selling them for years. Years. But what happens is George sees it and he says, pop, 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 and will not calm down until he gets one. So I remember I got him one day and then a few weeks ago we were in an airport and we went to get a cup of coffee. And next thing you know, he started shouting out, pops, 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 pops. And he pointed in the cabinet and there were the cake pops. And I like, oh, we had no. to wheel him away and yeah, I try and calm him down. He was like adamant. And they're, and they're, they're blue, they're pink. Oh, they decorate them all cute. Yeah. So like, it's just like, oh gosh. Too much anything sugar else? The There's some yeah. nice things that you can get there because, um, snack packs they do oh yeah the, the, starbucks is a great i learned this traveling with george um just even driving through california or flying if you ever need like food food even for yourself yeah or for a child they sell little cartons of fresh milk 
for kids that have straws. So Horizon, that really good organic milk, Mm -hmm. they sell little snack packs with hard-boiled eggs, with cheese, with vegetables, with fruit. Traveling hack right now. Um, Hummus. They sell little pots of hummus. And cake pops. And they sell, um, (laughs) and cake pops. And they sell, so it's really, if you, if you need food to feed, which has happened to us, where you need to feed a child. Like um, now. Actually go into Starbucks. There's great options. Wow. Yeah, no, it's really good for, if you're thinking about anywhere else, like it's really great. They've got little, it's not just like bags of crisps and stuff. You, you really have like, you a have lot to choose from. options and healthy. Yeah. yeah. So like with kids especially, it's like give them cheese, a little bit of apples, a little bit of dippy stuff, um, some dried fruit. It's really good. And then a cake pop sometimes. And then a cake pop. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's funny because our, our next topic is actually traveling. It's oh. really funny that we organically segue into that. So I found this really fun and something that really got me excited because there is a woman, um, she's from Chicago, and her she basically founded this company called Silver Spoon Desserts in 2017 in her house. Five years later, she expanded to a huge facility in Chicago. Long story short, she's making these bunt cakes that are now going to be on American Airlines. Oh. <gasps> How fun is that? Oh my gosh. Isn't that awesome? So basically they'll be featured in premium cabins, American Airlines, flights between 900 and 1,499 miles. So a bunt cake on an airplane, does that excite you at all? It does. Like, it does. I don't know why, but I feel like we there are not many dessert options well, when you're traveling on planes. Isn't your bar, isn't your like bar very low, low. once you step on that plane? Yeah. Yeah. Like... You know is, what kind of coffee you're getting. Exactly. You know. So um, Crackers, if I got like a little bundt cake, I would be over the that? moon. And everything like, you eat in the air tastes so much better. Exactly. So, because you didn't know you were going to get it. Right. So it's like a real treat. I have to say, I am a fan of a little mini bundt cake. This is funny because, yeah. so I feel like I saw, like 2021, the bundt cake is back last year. Really? Yeah, I feel like I saw a lot of them. Oh, funny. And I was seeing a lot on Pinterest or on Instagram where they were just sort of like the plain bunt cake yeah. and then just like a very light drizzle like they made them really pretty yeah you know what I really liked so and I'm guessing maybe this lady does it I could be wrong but yeah. like the traditional like you know remember the shop not nothing bunt cake yes but they yes, do yes. these like cream cheese frosting but like thick laid yeah. over which and I it's love it's like chunky drips yeah it's it's a mm-hmm. big and like you get a lot of it and like especially if you get a little mini bunch you get loads of frosting and um, I really liked that so do you you like bunt cakes yes. is there any can you mess up a bun cake? Like I have a bun cake pan and I'm like, you pretty much just throw it in the pan. But there've been times where the top's been burnt and the middle's been, that's an oven That's problem. your oven yeah, problem again. again, Gina. We're back at the oven. So no one can really go wrong with a bun cake. It's pretty easy. I've got loads of bun. We did um, a few, it was last year at some stage, we did like bulk shoot a whole pile of different bun cakes for the website. We went through like everything and um, they're really popular. They're fun. Like it's for some they're reason, so it's cute. just like extra moist. They often have... So- sour cream yogurt buttermilk they just end up being like really moist and I think they're like nothing but bond cakes like yeah. they just seemed like they had like a syrup or something on them or they were like they're very cute just delicious and that was my next question because I think bond cake and I just think you're plain regular flavor but can you get like crazy with it or get creative um well my one that I was I would get yeah. is red velvet Real, yeah, you do love yeah, red I do like Because you, you get the cream it. cheese frosting yeah, on top. Which is not for me, but Gemma loves yeah. it. Well, you can't get all flavors. Carrots, like chocolate. Funfetti. Oh my gosh, How, funfetti It's already moist, so but a funfetti 
bundt cake. Yeah, with butter with, with a frosting. Yeah. That'd be so, so good. So my last question on this topic is what cake trend? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like my mom grew up with bundt cakes, my grandmother, like it was sort of like an older trend that now is like had a resurgence yeah. in the past year or so. What trend that has gone away would you like to come back for cakes? Like a type of cake? A type of cake. Like my aunt used to make this one and and I forget what it's called. You might know, but it, it was in like a big glass jar and mm-hmm. it was like chocolate cake, cream cheese, Oreo, chocolate cake. Oh, that's like a trifle. Like, yes. Like a, like a, yes. That's what I want to see oh. come back. Oh, the trifles. So that's, so that's you, that you often make that with either cookies or leftover cake. Okay. So yeah. like pound cake, yes. um, lady fingers, Oreos. like stuff like that. So I'm a huge fan of. I wouldn't call those cakes though. That's yeah, more of a dessert. So. It's a dessert. But um, I'm a huge fan of trifles. I I didn't like in Ireland and England we would eat a lot of trifles. Really? Yeah, huge. Like very like sherry trifles. Popular here. They're not. And we made some for the website because I wanted to, yeah. and they just don't land. Yeah. But the thing about it is, is that you have all these different layers so of like yummy ingredients, mm-hmm. different textures. Make it in advance. Maybe even make it the day before. Let it sit in my the aunt fridge. Would do it. Yeah, yeah, sit fridge. in the fridge, and all those it would just like the the flavors will get stronger. <laughs> it glues together, and yeah. it's just like the texture is better. Yes, like, absolutely. I have. I'm trying to think now. I have one on my website for a gingerbread one with an orange cream and cranberries <gasps> and it's really delicious. But wow. you have to make it up the day before and then eat it Let the it next sit. day. You have to. Okay, so that's my trend. Trifles. Trifles. That's mine. What's so your trend? That's a, I guess that's we can a good just broaden one. it. What's your dessert trend that you would like to come back? That's a really good one because that's not a fancy dessert. Like yeah. so when you said that to me, what would you like to see come back? I, I think generally in desserts, I grew up with something like a trifle that's simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, traditionally that would have been made with a store-bought custard. Okay. So we have this, uh, in England, they have this custard called bird's custard and you buy Ooh. it in a carton and you would pour that. So you'd, you'd get your um, trifle, uh, I'm going to step back a little bit. Trifle is very popular in England and Ireland because you would kind of do it like makey uppy, as my mm-hmm. mom would say. So you buy a Swiss roll, sorry. So you would buy a Swiss roll. I'm trying to think of like jelly roll. You yeah, buy a jelly yeah, yeah. roll in the shop. You would... Uh, slice that up, put it in your trifle dish. Then I think, now I didn't know, I don't know because my mom didn't do this, but I think you melt jelly blocks. Huh. And you, and then you would pour that over the trifle and then you would open a tin of, hear me, let me, let me talk through this, okay, everybody. And then I'm going to explain to you, (laughs) but then you'd open up a tin of a fruit cocktail and you'd pour the fruit into the trifle and then you would get a, a jar of custard and or a carton of custard you pour the custard on top and then you would do cream and then you would do sprinkles on top of that oh yeah you have to have sprinkles and that's what that's a sherry trifle oh and you do sherry you put sherry and that's a sherry trifle and you sort of just shovel it yeah you just fully shovel it on people's plate so um it's for like sunday lunch after your roast dinner but like that's hugely popular my mom never made a trifle never but um so I didn't grow up with that, but I know how common, I know how popular they are. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of that idea of the layering and the textures mm-hmm. and, and just all the yumminess. But um, saying that, I'm going to go back to what I was saying. The thing about those is that they're not 
they're very uncomplicated desserts. And that's yeah. why trifle was so easy you because you'd go to the up. supermarket and you'd buy everything. Yeah. Um, so if you didn't bake, you could still make a trifle. Right. I would like to see things. People often ask me to show more Irish desserts. And the reason I don't is because they don't always read well. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to take photos of them. Okay. Unless you grew, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I grew up with these. This is amazing. It's like, yeah, well, when you didn't, it's not so great. So like, you know, putting tinned fruit cocktail in a dessert doesn't sound like, like, you know, absolutely delicious, but it's one of those nostalgia things that when you grow up with it, that's what you're used to. Yeah, exactly. Like this lovely food memory. Anywho, what I grew up with that I would like to see come back, uh, actually, and maybe I've seen not a handful, but like one or two places pop up. Um, is rice pudding, like huh, rice pudding shops. Shops? Yeah, there was a place in San Francisco and it was, they had a few locations. I think the okay. first one I'm now, I'm remembering because I watched, we used to watch Shark Tank religiously mm-hmm. and the owner came into Shark Tank. They had a little kind of like a kiosk in Venice Beach oh, and they cute. did rice pudding out of there, different flavors of rice pudding and different toppings. I love that. And they wanted to expand. So they went on Shark Tank and they wanted to expand, I think in other con- in other cities and they did open one in San Francisco down where we lived. But the thing about it is, so I'm a big fan of like, underestimated understated desserts mm-hmm. like that but I will say that in America I know that you guys like your rice pudding cold right. and in Ireland it would only have it hot huh I've never had it warm only hot yeah that's really interesting and I like that I would have never thought of that I haven't had rice pudding since like forever but isn't it such a lovely yeah, it's, like yeah. it's so it's so much and like, especially warm it's like comfort oh, it's like food. a hug it's yeah. just amazing I love I love that yeah, you put jam on top. Oh, and then you get a little bit of jam with every spoonful. I love it. I ab- I always say to this myself, "This might have to be next for bigger boulder I know. baking." Get I always rice say, pudding. "I do have a recipe on bigger boulder baking, very similar to the rice pudding that I grew up with." Okay, so if you guys want to try it and see what Gem is talking about, head over there. It's just it's sim- simply delicious, as they say. And let us know what trends you guys want to see come back. Old trends. Yeah. Because I think we picked some really, we picked two good ones. You, yeah, you did. You picked good ones. I'm going to need these questions in advance because I'm not really <laughs> thinking yeah. on the spot. No, you did good. You did good. We are going to round it out with some grain of salts. This first one, sugar is only for sweetness. True or false? False. Yeah. She never misses a beat. Um, milk. Let me just say what else it's for. It's for moisture. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, this one was kind of an interesting question. I did not write this. Milk mixed with acid is a good buttermilk substitute. True. Okay. And this one was fun. Okay. Flour makes a magic web. I don't know what that means. Like, um, it was basically talking about gluten and it connects all the gluten together in your recipe. So it's like, we talked about this last week. Yeah. How it like creates structure. Yeah, magic web. I don't know. I just saw that they phrased it like that. I'm like, that's fun. I've never heard that term really? before. Never. It does, yeah, but I've never heard that term <laughs> before. Is that a thing? I guess, because I was doing some research and they said that basically the gluten sticks and mm-hmm. creates it, a it, web. Yeah, it creates structure. It and does. And they call it like the mm-hmm. magic web. I've never like, heard that before. fun. Yeah, but yeah, but it, yes. does. Okay. it does. Okay. Okay. Lastly, we have three Ask Gemmas today from Panda Love 918 on Instagram. I love making focaccia, but it sticks to the pan every time. Yeah. How does she or they stop doing that? What you do is uh, like really oil that pan up. Really? Yeah. It doesn't burn it? No, it doesn't. Um, Olive oil. Like for me personally, I love oily focaccia. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so like be generous when you're greasing yeah, that pan. I mean, just like lug the bottle in there and it'll pop right. It'll bake into the bread. It makes it lovely and greasy, but not in a good way or in a bad way. I'm sorry. And uh, it just, you forgot you're supposed to be greasy. So yeah, like just yeah, like yeah. get in there get with all the with olive the oil, oil and then yeah. you like you put it on top, you put yeah. your fingers in it. Um, I'll tell you one thing <laughs> and a different trick that, I don't know, Zach, did you tell me this? That Duff Goldman, who mm-hmm. is um, the cake guy. The cake, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a food, he's a baker and um, on Food Network here in the United States. He, I saw a trick one day that he heats up his pan of oil in the oven first gets it nice and hot and then puts his dough into the focaccia and it just helps it like pop in the oven yum yeah la or next one i this might be my favorite question we've ever got um etc underscore n underscore food on instagram what do you do on your days off what do i do on my days off i what do I do? We, we since we moved to Los, since we moved to a different part of LA, we spend a lot of time in the house. Mm-hmm. So we do park with George, or we spend the afternoons. We have a garden now, so we yeah, spend. Really so we, nice. we do a lot of hanging out because Monday to Friday is so hectic and long um, days. Yeah, we do like eating out. We like have um, little siesta in the afternoon. Like we 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 chill. We chill out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And our last one from Owen's Bowl. When I spread my room temp buttercream, there are always bubbles. How can I avoid that? Oh, mm, yeah. Some people, that's from whipping. Ah, Over whipping? Not from over whipping. It's just from whipping. So if you don't want those metal bubbles, I've heard this before. um, Yeah. People often think that's a problem with that. And like, I don't see a problem with that. So it's okay. Some people, it's totally fine. It's not anything bad. Um, If you don't want that, so the thing about it is it makes it airy. Okay. So if you don't make a buttercream soft and airy, it yeah. tastes buttery mm-hmm. or it tastes really sweet. So you get lots of air into it to just like fluff it up. Um, so bu- air bubbles are not bad. And if you uh, if you don't want any, just beat it a little bit less. But honestly, I don't think there's a problem with that. Okay. So it's up to you, but there are your options. That is all we have. Um, we're done with this week's episode. As always, if you guys have questions, find us on Instagram. You can find me at Gina Brazau, and you can find Gemma. Uh, Gemma at Gemma underscore Stafford on Instagram and then Bigger Boulder Baking on all platforms. Yes. And we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.